We might not ever get to a full, all-out, 100%, 10 out of 10, balls to the wall or ovaries to the wall effort. But we might get close. Episode 1027 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, prioritize effort, not pace, for speed workouts. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you in part by the folks over at Features who make uh, the socks that I wear these days, Um, and I've talked about them before. They make good socks, good quality socks that, uh, you know, it's one of those things that's easy to overlook, like, ah, socks, you know, any sock is as good as the other, which I used to think, Um, but... You know, when you can get one good pair of socks or a few good pairs of socks, if your uh, hygiene practice is a little better than mine, um, but that they last for uh, a while, many, many hundreds, potentially thousands of miles. I don't know. Maybe not thousands, but many hundreds bordering to a thousand miles on a good pair of socks as opposed to, you know, maybe the the cheaper ones that wear out every, uh, you know, month or two. I don't know. I'm just saying a good sock investment is something that I used to to resist, but, uh, no more, no more. I'm down for a good pair of socks. And as far as I'm concerned, features make some good socks. And it's not just because I'm an affiliate for them. Although, you know, not going to lie. It doesn't hurt a little bit. Uh, but if you, if you're in the market for some socks, moral of the story, if you're in the market for some socks and you want to support the show at the same time, get yourself a good pair or two or five or however many pairs you want at, uh, disruns.com slash features. That's F E E. T-U-R-E-S. That's an affiliate link. It just directs you right over to the features website. You shop to your heart's content, throw it in your in your cart, put in your info, get it sent to the house. No extra cost for you. A couple shekels come my way. Uh, kind of a little win-win-win scenario. Your feet are happy. Your conscience is happy because you're supporting the show. I'm happy because you're supporting the show. Features is happy because you're supporting them. Everybody wins. Everybody wins when you use the link disruns.com slash features. So get yourself some good socks, whether you like the ankle socks, whether you like the calf socks, whether you like the full knee compression socks, everything in between, you're good to go at features. So disruns.com slash features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S. Links in the in the info, links on the show notes, all the, all the places as per usual. So today, talking a little bit about speed workouts, hard workouts, something that I think maybe I don't talk about as much as I could. I, I'm, I know I don't talk about them as much as I could, but I think sometimes I talk, I focus so much on heart rate training and effort-based training and running easy most of the time um, that it can be easy to lose sight of if I'm doing easy most of the time, that means I'm a proponent of going hard some of the time, occasionally, once in a while. And, uh, had a little interaction with one of my, one of my coaching folks, one of, one of the athletes I coached, uh, this week that, that kind of triggered this episode. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute, but, but I guess my, my opening question, my opening salvo, if you will, is when it comes to a, a speed workout, a hard workout for you, whether, whether you're heart rate trainer or not, whether you're working with a coach or not, maybe, maybe it'll matter if you're working with a coach or not, but, but how do you gauge or target or aim for when it comes to your speed workouts? You know, do, do you aim for maybe a goal, goal pace for an upcoming race? Maybe you're trying to get comfortable at, you know, whatever, two hour half marathon pace or whatever paces you're running. Maybe you're trying to, to, to target that. So you set that as your goal for, for a hard interval or a, or a hard section of a workout. 
Maybe you have some formula that you use in terms of, you know, whatever my 5K PR is, I'm going to add 15 seconds, or I'm going to, I'm going to try to go 15 seconds faster, or whatever it is based on the workout. <laughs> and this is where maybe having a coach matters. Maybe you just do what your coach tells you, which, you know, speaking as a coach, like, I don't mind a little pushback. I don't mind some, in fact, I welcome pushback and questions. But, you know, part of what my athletes pay me for is to tell them what to do. So if you have a coach, maybe that's what you're doing. Or maybe you have a, a you know, one of those one size plans that I'm not the biggest fan of, but hey, a pseudo plan is better than no plan probably. And maybe that has some some workouts in it that says that you should run, you know, for, for this goal pace, you need to run this workout at this pace. Okay. Okay. You know, not saying it's the best, not saying it's the worst. It's something. But I guess the, 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 the seed I'm trying to plant is what about going into a hard workout, not really focused on how fast you're going to go. You probably know where I'm going with this because you probably listened to the intro and it, and it said that we're, today we're talking about effort versus pace. So when, when I'm, when I'm coaching, it's not, not that I never give someone a pace target and obviously every situation is going to be different. And when I'm talking here, I'm talking in generalities. So, you know, this is kind of, this is as close to one size fits all advice as I'm probably going to give, but it's not super common that I go into scheduling a workout for somebody that I work, work with and say, I want you to run this, this, you know, repeat workout at X, Y, Z pace. I want you to do these quarter mile repeats at 94 seconds as an example, every once in a while it will, but typically my advice or typically my instruction, my little nudge as their coach the person that's that they're paying to tell them what to do is to run hard. We're, we're doing a speed workout, some type of interval, and I'm going to fo- mostly focus on intervals today, but this would, same would apply if we're doing a tempo run or we're doing some type of progression run or we're doing some type of fast finish run or whatever, any type of workout. I'm just going to probably default to talking about intervals today. But we'll go into the workout and I'll say, hey, run run that hard segment hard. It should It should be difficult. You want to be struggling. Now, the caveat is the shorter the distance or duration, so maybe it's a quarter of a mile or maybe it's one minute or you know how, whatever we're defining, however we're defining the, the interval, the shorter the duration, the harder you should be going, right? On, on the relative scale, we might not ever get to a full all-out 100%, 10 out of 10 balls to the wall or ovaries to the wall effort, but we might get close for something that's short. For, for some type of, of one minute, uh, you know, 200 meter, whatever the case might be, something really short, you're going to be going pretty hard. Now, if we're talking about mile repeats or half mile repeats or five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever the case might be, some of the different types of intervals that get thrown at, at folks that you may have done as well, we're going to scale that down a little bit. You know, you're going to be running, ideally, at least in my view, as somebody who you know, kind of has studied a few of these things with the physiology and, and how, how the body works. Um, you want to run about as hard as you can for the duration or the distance, plus just a little bit to make that a little more concrete. My usual advice, let's say we're doing a half mile repeats, you know, five of them, six of them, whatever the case might be. I want you to run as hard as you can for like that 800 meters plus another 50, 60 feet. So that you could you could maintain that effort for just ten seconds longer or less 
than the prescribed distance. So 820 meters. Obviously, we're stopping at 800 meters, but I want you to feel like you could go just a little bit farther. Then we're going to cut cut the, the effort, get a little walk in, a little easy jog, focus on the recovery, hit it hard again. Same thing. I want you to go as hard as you can for that 800, 800 meters with the idea that you could probably stretch it out another 20, 30 meters after that before your pace really fell off. All right? That's hard. It's difficult. And a lot of times what happens if, if people really embrace that and, and get it right, which is it's difficult to do, the repeats kind of get a little bit slower as we go. Maybe not the first one or two, but the last, the last few, if we're doing multiple repeats, they get a little bit slower. But as long as the effort's staying the same, I'm happy. If it's, as an example, an 8 out of 10 effort, maybe, you, maybe your, your pace drops off a handful of seconds over the course of the workout. But the 8 out of 10 is still still there. You're still pushing as hard as you can. Given the distance, I'm happy. I'm happy. So that's that's the usual kind of advice that I give as a coach. Again, every once in a while, there's exceptions to every rule, but that's, that's how I generally handle things. The other thing to keep in mind is that we're humans, right? And, and another reason that I, I try to focus more on effort than I need you to run your 800 meters at three minutes... Uh, you know, it, whatever, it, I guess not three minutes at, because three minute pace would be pretty fast. <laughs> um, you know, I want, I want you to run your 800 meter repeats at seven minutes and 45 second pace as an example. Could be nine minutes, could be 12 minutes, whatever. doesn't matter. Because if you're focusing on pace, a lot of times what happens, or I guess one of the reasons I focus on effort versus pace, like I said, with effort, it might slow down a little bit as you go. That's fine. But if, if you're trying to run that, that set pace, a lot of times that, that what ends up happening, and it may happen somewhat subconsciously, but what ends up happening is the first run, you might run at 745 or 747 or whatever, and that's great, but you could have probably run it at 737. But you're trying to, to make sure you got save enough gas in the tank so the last one can be at 737, or uh, I'm sorry, at 745. So you run the first couple maybe a little bit easier than you could. Then, the, then there's a few that are pretty much spot on. And the last two, you're really trying to overextend to make sure you get to the right pace. Or at least the prescribed pace. May or may not be the right pace. Another, another factor to consider and another reason that I think effort might be better is that some days, you know, like you just don't have it, right? Some days the legs are a little bit tired. Some days there's accumulated fatigue. Maybe you didn't sleep as well as you could have. Maybe the, the diet was a little bit off and maybe it was, some, you know, some, some party or some, some occasion last night and you maybe overdid it a little bit. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. That's part of being human. You know, um, maybe the conditions are poor. Maybe it's hot AF in the summer or maybe it's icy and slippery in the winter. And so trying to hit the certain pace is maybe not even safe, but could you still hit a prescribed effort? Could you scale that up and down a little bit? The pace is going to be different, but the effort's going to be there. I think so. I think so. And then, and this is where the conversation with my athlete this week comes through. Sometimes by not focusing on pace, but focusing on effort, you might just kind of blow your mind. All right. So trying to be generic, don't want to put anybody on, on blast here, uh, but I do have some permission to share some of the info. Um, this particular athlete, she set out for her, her run and she's definitely a numbers type of person. I, I don't think she'll get upset with me for saying that. I hope, I hope not. Um, a numbers data. Cool. We can work with that. 
All right. But she looked ahead at her next week's workout and said, oh, oh Lord, I'm supposed to do this. You know, I think it was three by five minute workout. Um, I don't I have no idea how fast I should go. And so we, we went back and forth as, as I do with, with everybody I coach when they have questions, like we're, we're talking through it or we're working through it a little bit. And we kind of settled on, she floated the idea of like a 10 minute pace. I said, yeah, that's probably, you know, based on where she's at and fitness and, and goals and things like that. Like, I think that's very much doable. I don't think it'll be easy. You know, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I think that would be a good, a good maybe benchmark for now. And then when we circle back to this, this workout again in a few weeks, we can adjust accordingly. All right. And maybe, maybe set the sights a little higher, whatever. Just make sure you're running what feels right. A good challenging effort for five minutes. Let's see what happens. Well, <laughs> thankfully, as much as she's a numbers person, she's not locked into the numbers. She's willing to, to throw it, throw it down and see what happens. And she ended up running her intervals in the, in the low eights, as far as pace for those five minutes, as opposed to hovering around 10 minute pace. Um, I can't remember the exacts and the exacts don't particularly matter. The point being, she went way faster each of the, the prescribed intervals than what she thought she might be able to do before it happened when she saw the workout. And so the moral of the story, or what I'm trying to get across to you is that sometimes if you're focused on paces and hitting specific paces for specific workouts, you might end up setting your sights lower than what you're actually capable of. You know, in, in this particular example with the athlete that I'm working with, had she, had she stuck to, I think 10 minutes might be about right and, and tried to pace accordingly, would she still have had a solid workout? Yeah. It would have been faster than her, her normal efforts. It would have been harder than her normal efforts. It would have been, you know, her heart rate would have been up. She would have gotten all of the benefits of a hard workout. No doubt. No doubt. But, but because she was more locked into my, my little nudge to focus on pace and getting what she could get out of the day, as opposed to, I think 10 minutes is doable, but it'll, it'll be, a, it'll be a challenge, but it's doable. She ended up going way faster, almost two minutes per mile faster and difference between a solid workout and a freaking great workout because she just pushed. She tried, she listened to her body. Her body said, we can go harder today. We went harder today. Now, hypothetically, and this is not an exact situation, but just, just to try to give the other side of the coin. Let's say the same runner is doing the same workout. Maybe the, maybe this is the workout that we're going to do, you know, that she's going to do in another few weeks or whatever. Maybe it's the same day, whatever. It's hypothetical. It doesn't really matter. But let's say we had that same conversation. We said, yeah, you know, I think maybe 10 minute pace would be about right. And then she gets out there and the best she can do, she's pushing herself as hard as she can for those five minute windows ends up being about a 1045 pace. Again, any number of reasons that she could have been off that day, sleep, fatigue, weather, whatever. Doesn't matter. That was the best she could do that day. That was that effort at that, whatever proverbial eight out of 10 level of effort in that situation, 1045. Perfect. Nailed it. Killed the workout because she was still working hard. She was still pushing the effort. She was still digging deep. She's still spiking the heart rate. She's still getting all those, the physiological benefits of hard training. And she didn't push beyond what her body was capable of that day because she was so because she was not so focused on trying to hit 10 minute pace and then potentially overextended overreaching potentially up in the risk of injury, because let's not kid ourselves when it comes to, to acute injuries, which are like injuries that just happen pulls 
you know, thing, like, like muscle strains, typically among them, they're more likely to happen on a hard workout than on an easy run because you're putting more stress and strain on the body. So when you're pushing hard, you want to push hard, but you don't want to push too hard. And if you're focused on your effort, you're focused on running as hard as I can for this given duration or this given distance or whatever the metrics are, and you're not so worried about it, you have to hit a certain time, sometimes you're able to protect yourself from yourself and or sometimes you're able to do more than you think you might be capable of, which then that blows your mind and opens up the, a new range of possibilities like, well, shoot, maybe... Maybe if I really wanted to run a 5K, like I could maybe throw something down or a 10K or a half. Or maybe I need to shift my sights for my goal races as far as maybe I'm, I've got a little more speed. Or maybe it was just a really great day and hell, enjoy a great day. Maybe the next time she is right back closer to about 10 minute pace and that's right about right. But just, you know, on this one random day, eight twelves or whatever the paces ended up being was, I mean, enjoy it. Hey, you, you can't all have great days every day, but when you have one, have one. So the, the ultimate takeaway here, the ultimate, you know, thing that I'm trying to, to, to get through and why I would encourage you, whether you're working with me or not, you know, if you're working with a coach, work with your coach, but maybe have this conversation with, with him or her is that instead of trying to hit specific paces for your, your workouts that you're doing, maybe aim for effort as a, as a goal. I want to get the effort right and let the clock worry about itself. Some days that might mean you're a little faster. Some days that might mean you're a little bit slower. But if you're getting the effort right and and doing the workout appropriately based on effort, you're getting the benefits of the hard workouts and you're moving your fitness forward. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, that's that's kind of the goal, right? So there you go. There's, there's my argument that focusing your workouts on effort versus pace might be the better option. So even if you're not a heart right person, just focus on that effort, get your effort right. And everything else might just sort of take care of itself. Something to think about or dismiss your call. But, uh, that's, that's my quick tip for today. What do you, what do you think? How do you, how do you judge your workouts? Do you, are you focused on the clock and the pace focused on effort? Some amalgamation of the two. Let me know at Diz Runs on Twitter, at Diz Runs on Instagram. You can also, of course, send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, as per usual with these, with these quick tip episodes, a little bit of tomfoolery in the blog post for today, memes, gifs, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I always, as always, spent too much time thinking about those things, but it makes me laugh. So if you want to go check them out, maybe it'll make you laugh. Maybe it'll make you mo- roll your eyes again, maybe somewhere in between. Uh, but there's always also that comment section down at the bottom, and you can you can leave your thoughts and feedbacks there. Disruns.com slash 1027. Disruns.com slash 1027. Take you back to the show notes for today. Thoughts, memes, gifs, etc. all there. Uh, we also have the link to features there as well. If you're if you're so inclined, if you're in the market, looking to, to step up your sock game or maybe replace a couple that are worn out, because, hey, as great as, the, as, as any good sock is, you know, they're still socks. They still get worn out after a while. Um you can support the show the show and support your feet maybe you, you can at least have comfort on your feet uh disruns.com slash features again f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s you know features features get it play on words yes of course you do uh disruns.com slash features support the show a little a little commission comes my way no extra cost to you so uh, appreciate you for doing that in advance i'm going to assume that everybody listening is going to go out and order a pair of socks right now and so thank you to all of you to each and every one of you um maybe we can buy groceries this week 
Just kidding. We can buy groceries whether you support the show or not. Just saying, if everybody that listens buys a pair of socks, maybe I can get, maybe that'll cover a, a grocery bill. That's what the kind of percentage is. But hey, it's not nothing, and it's better than a stick in the eye, so I will take it. But thanks for your support in all the ways, uh, and using some of the, the links that we talk about certainly helps. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. If you, if you know somebody, you got a running friend that's always focused on the clock and, and maybe trying to overextend a little bit, Go ahead and hit that share button on whatever device you're listening to this on. And if you're if you're listening to it on the website, if you're listening to this on the website, will you let me know. Like I'm I'm not convinced that anyone actually listens to the show on the website. I mean, I put it there, try to make it easy for you. Um, and if you do, cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just I, you know, it's my own bias. I listen to podcasts on my phone when I'm out doing stuff, whether I'm running, working in the yard, whatever, running errands, grocery shopping. That's where I'm listening to podcasts. Curious where where you listen specifically if you listen on the computer on the website. Um, where was I going with that? Anyway. Oh yeah. Just spreading the word, telling somebody about it, hit that share button on your device. But if you're on the website, you just copy and, and paste the, the, the thing on the browser, right? You know, it's disruns.com slash blah, 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 slash all kinds of nonsense. Or you can just send disruns.com slash one zero two seven. Uh, but send it to your friend, text it, post it on social media, whatever the case might be. If you, if, if you know somebody that might maybe could benefit from listening to their body and, and going by effort on their workouts instead of always stressing about the clock, you know, maybe just plant the seed, maybe send it to them. Hey, just think about it. I don't know. Plant that seed, see what happens. Uh, but if you do that, I appreciate it. If not, Hey, no worries. I appreciate you at least listening to all this dribble at the end. Uh, one way or the other, we'll, we'll park the bus here now. So thanks for listening. Thanks for the time and attention. Thanks for supporting the, the features and all the other folks that we talk about here and here and there. And, uh, until next time y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you.